You are listening to TQ404 on Man Behind the Machine.
that. It'll ask you whatever its program to ask you. You want to hear it talk? Yeah. I'll ask it how it feels. Yes, number player zero. You. Excellent. Fifteen long time. Can you explain the removal of your user account on June 23rd, 
tall cedar rose island, Oregon, 97. Can I just talk to Mr. McKittrick? I think I know what's going on. Can I talk to Mr. McKittrick, please? David, I know what's going on. I'm escorting you to federal authorities in Denver where you'll be placed under arrest pending indictment for espionage. Espionage? No way. Let me talk to him. He's right over there. Get that little bastard out of the war room. No, it's Joshua. He's still playing the game. He's going to start a war. Hold him where you had him before. We'll be ready to leave in a few minutes. Oh, fuck. He'll tell you. Please, call him. is fighting to return Julian Assange to the state so he can face federal espionage charges. Today, the state will have an appeal hearing at the British court. Grand jury indicted the WikiLeaks founder for helping former U.S. Army soldier Chelsea Manning steal files about Afghanistan and the wars in Iraq, and then publishing them. Protesters gathered outside the courthouse in London today in support of Assange. His lawyers say he was acting as a journalist and his actions are protected by the First Amendment. For more on this, I want to bring in Trevor Tim. He is the co-founder and executive director of the Freedom of the Press Foundation. And I also want to bring in Scott Anderson. He is a visiting fellow at the Brookings Institution Institute and a former attorney advisor for the U.S. State Department. Uh, so thank you both for being with us. We really, really appreciate it for a fascinating discussion. Scott, I want to start with you. You've worked for the U.S. government. Uh, why is the Biden administration continuing in its fight to take Assange, in, Assange into custody and to make him face those espionage charges? Uh, what do you make of the case that the United States is bringing? Yeah, you know, the case around the WikiLeaks uh, information that this is focused on is around the Chelsea Manning release uh, that occurred in 2010-2011, which involved the release of large tranches of U.S. government documents, including State Department cables, military records, and other records. Um, these were secured by Chelsea Manning in part, according to the indictment the U.S. government has filed, in coordination with Assange, have provided technical assistance, provided advice and encouragement, uh, along with other members of WikiLeaks, uh, and then released the information publicly in large tranches of data that was not redacted, um, that all involved the release of names of sources and other sensitive information that negatively impacted third parties, as well as negatively impacting the United States' interests and relationship with those third parties. They focused on these aspects of Assange's conduct in an effort to distinguish what he did from what many other journalists do. I think it's a tricky question as to whether they've succeeded in doing that. And that's something that, if and when this goes to trial in the United States, is going to be a real focus of the proceedings there. Um, but they focus on those aspects of their conduct. Of course, Assange also is believed to be involved in 2016 elections hacking, um, uh, other matters relating to CIA hacking tools that's come out through WikiLeaks, lots of other matters of U.S. government interest. Those aren't brought into this particular indictment. However, this focuses on the Chelsea Manning so, Trevor, you know, you heard the case against Julian Assange that the publishing of these leaked documents amounted to a crime because they put, you know, lives in danger. Your organization is one of several groups calling for the Biden administration to drop this case. Why is that? Yes, absolutely. And thanks for having me. Um, so, uh, you know, I think it's important for everybody to read the indictment and not just the, the Justice Department press release. You know, the Justice Department is claiming that Julian Assange is not a journalist, when actually, in fact, it doesn't really matter whether we consider him a journalist or not. What's described in the indictment under the 17 counts of, of Espionage Act violations is essentially what journalists do all the time. What Julian Assange is 
accused of is essentially talking to a source over encrypted channels, um, over asking for more information, for receiving classified information, and then publishing it. And what I think some people don't realize is that journalists at the New York Times, the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, even CBS, uh, regularly engage in this conduct when uh, communicating with sources, when publishing stories in the public interest. And now Julian Assange is obviously uh, unpopular in many political circles, um, but what the, the is described in the indictment is largely what journalists do all the time and what the government can essentially do, whether it's, it, it's uh, the Biden administration or a Trump administration or any other administration uh, that follows this one, is use this precedent against journalists that they don't like. You know, we saw in the past previous administration uh, the president, uh, you know, talking openly about how he wishes that he could he could throw journalists in jail. Well, if Julian Assange gets uh, prosecuted and convicted, uh, this is a perfect way uh, for a future president to do so. So, in a lower court in England, uh, they refused to allow Assange's extradition to the U.S. because of his mental health. The judge ruled. future president to do so. He could, he could throw journalists in jail. Well, if Julian Assange gets uh, prosecuted and convicted, uh, this is a perfect way uh, for a future president to do so. Thank <laughs> you. 
user. Disconnected.
In a lower court in England, uh, they refused to allow Assange's extradition to the U.S. because of his mental health. The judge ruled he would likely kill himself because of the harsh conditions of a U.S. prison. Now, Assange's partners came to court today and spoke about how he is doing. I want to play a bit of what she said. I'm very concerned for Julian's health. I saw him on Saturday. He's very thin. And I hope that the courts will end this nightmare, that Julian is able to come home soon, and that wise heads prevail. Now, that same judge who said Assange's mental health was fragile rejected his lawyer's argument that the U.S. Uh, charges were politically motivated, and she said she believed that Assange would receive a fair trial in the U.S. So, Trevor, what do you make of that decision? Well, uh, you know, ultimately, I'm glad that the, the district court decided not to extradite Assange because I believe this is a clear and present danger to the rights of all journalists. Um, it was disappointing that she kind of uh, put aside the press freedom arguments and, and you know, didn't properly consider them. Uh, you know, if Julian Assange is extradited to the U.S., um, the the prosecution does face a significant hurdle, which is the First Amendment. You know, uh, as we were talking about, uh, you know, newspapers like the Washington Post and the New York Times publish information all the time that the, the government considers classified, including publishing a lot of information that actually WikiLeaks shared with them directly. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's it, but. The, the danger of bringing him here and, and facing that trial, I think, is a very significant one. Even if he's not convicted, you know, I think journalists can be chilled um, from even engaging in reporting around national security. And that's why, you know, we had a letter that went to the Justice Department last week that was signed by virtually every major civil liberties organization, uh, press freedom organization, and even human rights organization. So Committee to Protect Journalists, the ACLU, Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International, all agree, even though they have varying opinions on Assange himself that this this trial or this case is a direct threat to press freedom and that the Biden administration should drop it. Let me ask you a question, though, Trevor. Um, you know, what Julian Assange and WikiLeaks did is, um, you know, provide this information for the general public, including members of the media. And, uh, you, you know, you make the comparison with, um, you know, the New York Times and the Washington Post. But don't journalists also sort of add to the information? Don't they provide context? Don't they double-check the accuracy of the data? Don't they do sort of all these other things that WikiLeaks really didn't do? Is it fair to say what WikiLeaks is is akin to what the New York Times journals well, the New York Times actually directly published a lot of the cables that, that WikiLeaks published. It, you know, the New York Times, WikiLeaks was actually at the time working directly with the New York Times uh, on a lot of the stories that the New York Times uh, was doing. And, uh, you know, what the government is arguing is not that Julian Assange didn't provide context or enough context or... Uh,
Man behind the machine. Thank you. 
Behind the machine.
behind the machine.